it, listeners. It's now 2024. I am Duncan Williams, and I'm joined today by one of my partners, John Newsom. Good morning. So this is the time of year when everyone is trying to make predictions, John, and we're very reluctant to make any predictions. We always used to play a game 30 years ago where our former senior partner would gather from everybody in the office what their thoughts were on where the FTSE 100 index would be by the end of that year. And invariably, it was the stockbrokers who were most wrong, whereas it tended to be the postboy who was presented with the prize at the Christmas party. So we've learned our lesson there, haven't we, John? Yes. Other than for a little bit of fun, I think that the kind of stuff you see every January is is utterly pointless. Just trying to guess where an index will be in in the time it's taken the, the earth to revolve around the sun is pointless. It's not something we're going to be getting involved in because it has no no economic or investment worth. However, John, I am going to test you. The FTSE 100, as we well know, back at the end of the last century was 6,930 points. That's sort of ingrained in our, our minds. And at the end of 2023, the FTSE 100 UK market was up just shy of 12%. And my question to you is, what has the Dow Jones done over the same period of time? Well, I would think it will have done markedly better than that. Obviously, I think their economy is a lot different. and There is some tech stardust in there, but oh, I don't know, 200%? Uh, well, that's not bad. 340% wow. over that period of time. And uh, we keep on uh, banging on as to why it is very, very important to diversify portfolios geographically. And whilst there are some excellent companies in the FTSE 100, it just shows how that index has massively underperformed over the last 20-odd years or so. And there are a lot of companies in there which we do not want to own. So why bother owning an index? Because if you're bothered about index performance and you want to track the FTSE, you're a forced buyer, therefore, of businesses that aren't worth owning as investments. So that's very much cart before the horse. Absolutely. I think I would be very much reviewing my UK investments as things stand at this moment in time. There are a lot of commentators who think that the UK is undervalued and should do well, but Let's go back to our usual theme, which is inflation and interest rates. I really do think that the Federal Reserve in the States is a long way ahead of the rest of the world when it comes to getting inflation under control and the potential for reducing interest rates. They're sort of saying at the moment, markets are factoring in a reduction in US interest rates mid-2024. When you look at this and you wonder where future growth is going to come from, lower financing costs have got to help. I think the UK, the financing costs are going to stay elevated for quite a bit longer than America in particular. I think the American economy is better than the, than the UK economy and it's better than the Eurozone economy. You saw the inflation that came through um, in the Eurozone the other day, it wasn't great. So the ability to cut rates is, I think, that much greater in the US than it's going to be here or in the Eurozone, if you're going to try and make some attempt at hitting an inflation target. I mean, I think to a degree, all central banks will have their ears bent by 
politicians one way or the other, because they'll want not only to see rates coming down, don't forget there's a general election coming up here, ditto, there's an election in the States as well. But um, not just for that, it's for their own financing costs. Every government is running significant deficits and that either has to be borrowed or printed. But if you're borrowing money at current rates, I read something the other day, I can't quite remember the source, but it said that something like 20% of US government revenue was now being used to service debt costs, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, and all this debt is issued over years and years. Um, So some of the debts can be issued for 50 years plus. But interestingly, the US is coming up to refinancing quite a chunk of its debt, whereas we haven't got much debt having to be renegotiated in the short term. So it's another incentive to get rates down. The inflation figures were reasonably okay from the states. They had some very good job figures coming out, which might dampen the ability to reduce rates. All in all, America, I think, looks in a far stronger position. And given what we've just said about the the FTSE performance and the Dow performance, I think that speaks volumes for for where people should be invested. Yeah, the US also has a wonderful position with regard to geology. And it's got, what, double-digit percentage of the world energy market, which is a phenomenal advantage to have. The likes of the UK are wasting its ability to be more self-sufficient with regard to energy. Continental Europe doesn't have that much either. So uh, the US is, I think, competitively in a great position with regard to energy. I do think that commodities are going to be a major theme going forward, oil in particular and copper. Yeah, I would agree. Interesting point, John, you make about elections, as you say, UK, US well but Europe has got an above average number of elections coming up so that's going to be interesting. Inflation jumped in December and that was slightly worrying. Germany today their manufacturing is below what the analysts were expecting. It's quite possible that Germany is in recession we don't know for definite but there are all sorts of things going on in in 2024. Yeah you can see the competitiveness of the German economy is is ebbing but we're going back to, again, silly decisions by people who've never had a real job. They decided to can their um, nuclear plants. They decided to go all in on Putin's oil and gas. And now they're having to burn more brown coal, more lignite, more dirty coal, keep the lights on. Uh, there have been some real strategic missteps by Germany. You know, they used to be the, the smart guy of Europe. I don't think that is quite the same as it was. So moving on, John, if we look at the markets, we've spoken about we work, or as we called it, we don't work. I don't think it ever really did work. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's breaking 41 leases in New York and negotiating leases with 400 landlords. So it's in Chapter 11 in the States. And it's the knock-on effect that has. And we're not interested in we work specifically. It's where is commercial office space going and why is that relevant we've said this before commercial office space commercial property it's not only in property funds as everyone can guess 
It is in multi-manager funds, in cautious managed funds. That's the equity side of it. But there's obviously debentures and loan stocks and debt of all sorts of descriptions, which are in fixed interest bonds, high yield bonds with profit funds, pension funds, lifestyle pension funds and various ETFs as well. So it is relevant and you have to make a call on where you think the value of that property is going to go and the servicing cost of that property. If it's empty, you've got the empty rates to pay in this country. I think there are going to be ongoing problems for commercial property owners. Well, so much property in this country, of course, not just talking about residential, but commercial stuff is it's backed by debt. So your funding costs suddenly have, have exploded over the past, what, 18 months or so. And this was graphically brought home to us with Home REIT, which had a property audit recently by Jones Lang LaSalle. And interestingly, they valued the property at £413 million and at cost, it's £977 million, according to the announcement made to the Stock Exchange, which was a nearly a 58% drop in the value of what you thought your assets were worth. My advice to private individuals, if you want property, is always go out and buy a property outright yourself of some description and really do it yourself. Well, being a Yorkshireman, it's a really mess, isn't it? It's what's gone on there. And um, that was a business. If you looked at its website, you could see it, it really wasn't a business as I would describe it. It was full of woke nonsense and we can see where it's ended up. I do like this time of year, John, because it is a time when people do look at their investments and we keep on getting more inquiries from disgruntled investors who are not happy with their current financial advisors or investment managers. Um, So this is always a good time to review your financial affairs. And of course, the other thing about January is the deadline for tax returns and tax payments. At the end of the month, we've got nearly three weeks left to do that. All of us. Our tax information was sent to clients at the end of May, as it is always. So people have had lots of time to sort out their tax returns, hopefully, and will know what their payments are going to be. I do know that there are people who are disgruntled because it has taken financial advisors, investment managers until the end of last year to get the tax information. So it all becomes a bit of a rush completing tax returns. That isn't the case with us. So that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. Do subscribe if you like our little chats, etc. We are going to be recording these every two weeks. If anyone has any questions, we're very happy to answer them for people. We also are going to get some guests in who will be able to ask questions occasionally. Um, so that should be quite quite interesting. And I think most importantly, 2024 is going to be a very, very important year for financial markets. The direction of inflation and the direction of interest rates is going to be absolutely paramount. Watch this space. This material shouldn't be considered as advice or an investment recommendation. You should consult an advisor regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority prior to making investment decisions. All investments carry a degree of risk 
the value of any investment or income received from it can go up as well as down and you may not get back the amount invested. Information recorded within this podcast was accurate at the time of recording.